Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. I'm Sam. I am. Welcome to the Lifeboat live stream. All right. We're going to talk about it some more today because what's happened is absolutely off the charts profound. I mean, we had Cliff High's WebBot data talking about, you know, the strange energies from space and people getting all upset and, and today and tomorrow being a big day and holy shit, uh, it hit the fan today, okay, in a big way. And this was an eye-opener for a lot of the normies, okay, because they've been drawn into these uh, Robinhood apps and, oh, we're going to empower the trade. You're, you should be free to trade or, you know, some shit like that that they put out in their statement or in one of their early 2016 tweets, and here they are restricting trades, in some cases forcing people to sell. Like, oh, what went on today? I, I was I was shocked. I could not believe what I was sitting there watching unfold, okay? And, you know, we talked about it yesterday when it, you know, initially happened, but the, uh, the backlash from Wall Street, from the investment community today has just been stunning. Like, the, the arguments, even from Zero Hedge, were so one-sided it's it's amazing to sit there and watch what's going on um oh sorry i got something in my eye so we're gonna go through uh some of that we're gonna hit some of the uh trump stuff some of the things happening in washington dc and so forth we're gonna do that a little bit later i think absolutely like this is what uh this was the big event and I think it's connected to what's happening with this whole Great Awakening. Eventually, I'll rename the show that, or the, the this series that. I, I think that's what we're in the midst of here. And um, this was a, a part of the process, okay? And I also think if you're looking at this and thinking the um, the official narrative of a bunch of re retail traders ganged up on us uh, poor Wall Street boys and they they just made us start losing money. If you believe that, I, I, I don't think you're paying attention. I think the, the retail traders were being used as pawns in this game of let's show the masses just how rigged and how corrupt Wall Street is and how the rules are slanted for them. But if you can slant the table in your direction, whoa, we're gonna cry foul at that. We're gonna scream bloody murder. How dare you? We need new laws. Government, come protect us. <laughs> we wanna be able to do that, but you poor people, no. No, these are the tools and the tricks of the rich, not the poor, okay? And we're gonna go through some threads here that just make that so glaringly obvious. Um, I think this was my favorite clip. I, I'm tweeting here. I absolutely love this clip. Uh, you'd think he's reading his own obituary in tomorrow's paper. Their paradigm is coming crashing down on their heads. Don't feel sorry for Melvin. Uh, they were hoping to profit by putting GameStop out of business. We have some breaking news uh, right now on what has turned into uh, the soap opera and uh, saga of the market. He's a little right smiling now, there. The story of GameStop. Um, 
The news to bring you right now is that Melvin Capital Management, this is the hedge fund that had shorted uh, this company that had effectively been attacked by an army of investors trying to push up and press up the stock, the, the stock rather, of GameStop along the way. Uh, Melvin. Okay, so if you don't know what a short is, it's where uh, you're on an exchange, okay, and they have all of these stocks pooled in their computer, and what they do is they allow you to sell somebody else's shares, like if I hold 100 shares of GameStop and the exchange decided they wanted to sell uh, those shares to somebody else or loan them basically to somebody else so that they could sell them, they will do that sometimes, right? And what that means is I'm hoping that the price will go down. Like if it's $100 and it goes to 50, well, every share that I bought at $100 or that I sold for $100, I can now go and buy back at $50 and I make $50 per share, right? That was their plan. And if the company goes bankrupt, well, I just keep all the money and good for me, right? Well, what happened, and I don't hear a lot of talk about this specific thing because this is a kind of like a kind of a big deal right um gamestop somebody went around and noticed that you know what there's more shares shorted for gamestop than there are shares issued think about that for a minute that means these exchanges these you know regulated trusted financial institutions the New York Stock Exchange and NASDAQ and so forth. They're allowing these brokers, these hedge funds, to sell more shorts than there are shares. How does that happen? Somebody's committing fraud. You can't sell something you don't have. Somebody's lying. And they caught them in their lie. That's what happened yesterday over the week. Somebody noticed, hey, it's like 130% uh, shorted of the total issuance. That doesn't add up. If we attack this, they're going to be screwed. And they are. So that's where the price got driven up to $350. And all of these hedge funds had open interest under $200. Uh, this company, Melvin Capital, who's owned by... Um, uh, we'll, we'll come to it, but they're, they're a subsidy of another bigger company. Somebody in the chat probably knows. Um, they got out of their position, but there's still 15 million options under $200 that have to be settled by the end of the month, which means if the price doesn't go back below $200, all of those people will have to go out and buy shares on the open market at 350 which where it was this morning in order to close their position which means the current price would absolutely skyrocket because there'd be a bunch of buyers who have no choice but to buy 15 million shares at whatever price and so these bunch of retail investors now have these Wall Street hedge funds by the balls, okay? And what happened today was an absolute eye-opener 
for anybody that thought this was a fair, regulated system. It is an absolute rigged casino. These bitches are out here crying like babies because they're targeting the rich. When the reality is the rich have been taking advantage of the poor, the Goldman Sachs gangsters call their clients Muppets. Do you, do you need a further explanation after knowing that? That's how they talk about you. Those of you that have money with Goldman Sachs, they think you're Muppets. They tell their high net worth individuals, their institutional clients one thing. They tell the retail traders exactly the opposite in so many documented cases time and time again. And they're like, well, I, I mean, this is just an isolated case of the left hand not knowing what the right is doing. Bullshit. Capital is now out of the stock. They got out of the stock, from what I understand, yesterday afternoon. Uh, I just got off the telephone with Gabriel Plotkin, who runs that firm. Uh, they've taken a, a rather huge loss. I do not have the full number on what that loss looked like. Uh, as was reported yesterday, both Citadel uh, and Point72 have infused something on the order of close to $3 billion into uh, Melvin Capital to try to shore up. Citadel's the parent company. $3 billion. I think the number from the Zero Hedge article was like $61 billion over this thing so far. Its finances uh, and uh, Gabe Plotkin telling me uh, just moments ago uh, that the speculation that the firm would uh, file for bankruptcy is false. There's some uh, reporting taking place on Reddit where so much of this discussion began and really uh, created uh, the momentum for, uh -huh. uh, an, as I said, an army of uh, investors using options to try to press up that price. Uh -huh. um, to some degree, uh, they might be able to argue now that they succeeded if this was really about uh, vanquishing, if you will, Wall Street or vanquishing. Oh, no, this is just the opening salvo, sir. Succeeded. Let me show you um, this right uh, I'm trying to, there's a specific one I want to read here. Let me see. Yeah, right here. Okay. This is the guy we're going to watch an interview from him. He just knocks it out of the park. I mean, the guy's brilliant right on with what he's saying. A children's book explanation of what's happening. If you are smart money, you are allowed to take your $1 and leverage it up to 15 plus. You can now uh, buy $15 of stock. And if you promise to short companies, you can uh, short $15 of stock as well. In finance language, that means you are $30 gross, 15 of longs, 15 of shorts. So you're on the opposite sides of the market, basically. Uh, but zero net, uh, plus 15 of longs, minus 15 of, of shorts. That makes everyone feel good because it feels like you are taking zero risk, but in reality, your $1 is exposed to $30 of risk. Now, you go around and you tell your friends about both your longs and your shorts, and when you do it at a restaurant versus on Reddit, it's called an ideas dinner. So, so you know, Wall Street, they can have their ideas dinner, but you regular proles, don't you dare try and use social media to do something like that. Because that is 
that is so uncalled for and out of line. Number five, you also publish your longs on a quarterly lag via the SEC rule. You don't have to tell anyone about your shorts. Number six, now that uh, less cool people who weren't invited to the ideas dinner start copying your longs based on your report, you realize that publicizing your shorts is also a good idea. So instead of only selling stocks, you also buy options, puts, which has to be reported. Now, everyone can see both your longs and your shorts. And if you have a hot hand, you can likely predict that the cool people from the dinner, as well as the less cool people monitoring your filings will copy you. But then an outsider notices the math is way off. Apparently, some of these shorts you own represent more than 100% of the entire stock of the company. Huh? So he grabs his chicken fingers and champagne and buys and starts a massive short squeeze. The others see what's happening and they jump in. Now, a massive short squeeze starts. You have to cover your shorts ASAP, but the bank also notices that you don't have enough credit to cover the $30 they lent to you and ask for more collateral. You now also have to sell your long positions that you want to hold on to, and it looks like this. And there's a chart here where you can kind of see... Um, oh. Q4 of 2018, we had quite a bit of negative. This is uh, degrossing, selling longs um, to cover shorts this week. You can see September 19th, March 20th, and the current one is uh, as bad as the, almost as bad as the March 20th event. What happens next is that a cascade of short covering and long selling starts driving some stocks to the moon and others way down. Which stocks went up? Basically the ones that were most heavily shorted uh, by you and your buddies in the first place. So the outsider one, <laughs> it's not clear. You and your buddies are strong, rich, and have a lot of influence. So you need to do whatever you can to keep the rules in your favor. Maybe the SEC will ask for an open query. Maybe Congress will hold hearings. Let's see. So absolutely stunning. That's what, what's happening. The regular market is actually declining because these guys are having to cover up uh, their, their fraud is basically, you know, when you're shorting more than 100% of the total stock, something's not right, is it? And that's exactly what happened this week. And there's one more, let's watch this. This is so great. I mean, I think it's kind of obvious people can not only see the emotion on your face, but hear it in your voice when you talk about this, Lee, why? I care. About my private jets, my yachts, my hookers and blow. This could affect all of that could all come to an end. You don't understand how important that is. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> there's, there's champagne. There's April. There's August. There's June. June. Very nice. I mean, I think... <laughs> oh, I love watching these people. Like they don't know... 
that this thing is a giant fucking scam, right? And I don't think this was retail investors. I think we had probably someone like Elon Musk who just became a multi, multi you know, his billions went up three, three digits, right? Do you think he might have taken a few hundred million thrown at this thing to expose all of this? Think about his comments related to the SEC, especially after they find him. He's called them worthless. He's called them this and that. If you think this is all retail investors, I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. Of course, uh, Janet Yellen, the new Treasury Secretary, she received $810,000 in speaking fees in 2019 and 2020 from Citadel parent company of the hedge fund wrapped up in the GameStop saga. Citadel has spent 240K per year lobbying Congress and the Treasury Department. They literally get to write their own rules. I showed you yesterday. What's the return on that 240K? Let's calculate it, shall we? Here we go. $240,000 times uh, 22000 percent not 22 million 22 no yeah 22,000 oh yeah 5.3 billion dollars yeah boy that was <laughs> that's the that's what's at stake here and they will take and rig this casino and get away with anything they can and they have been and this is represents just a return this is what this whole Biden thing is all about, in my opinion, showing people reality. And it was a bucket of cold water right in the face today. I mean, I want to show you what happened. So let me see if we can find it here. Oh, yeah. Here's Robin Hood. What's people trade? <laughs> Not today. Well, for one thing, uh, their, their app rating... <laughs> Kind of went down in flames from 3.8 stars yesterday to one star with 312,000 reviews when I grabbed this screenshot this morning. I'm sure it's even worse now. <laughs> Let me see if there was, I can't remember if there was more to this or I, not. I, can't, I, I, I didn't even know what to say. It's up 131%, $342. They're like, what's going on? This doesn't make any sense. It, what's going on is... The people who were caught cheating, they had to buy back in and drive it to those levels. That's what's going on. But none of y'all are talking about it at all. Why is that? You don't want the masses to know that y'all are engaged in wholesale fraud to screw them over, to put companies out of business and make a quick buck? Because we're going to talk about that when we get to the election side, to the, to the Trump side, to the banker side. Look at this. I work for Robin Hood. Don't kill me. This is there's a class action lawsuit already filed against these guys for what they did today. Uh, I work for Robin Hood. Don't kill me. Low level technical shit. Computer sciences major, not finance side. Guess what we overheard today? Vladimir, yes, founder Vladimir and the C-suite received calls from Sequoia Capital and the White House that pressured into closing trading on GME, etc. There's about 13 that they did today. 
Uh, I guarantee you the same took place at E-Trade and the others who closed trading. Uh, file reports on the SEC page. If I wasn't scared to be out of work in a pandemic, I'd quit. I'm disgusted. We all need to rise up. This is as bad as it gets when we talk about how the rich get one set of rules and the rest of us get screwed over and over and over again left to bail them out and pick up the tab for their trillion dollar tax breaks. We need to pile pressure. Look at what happened with the bailout with Trump's uh, COVID relief funds. How much did the people get? How much did these big businesses get? You saw the abuse in the filing. Oh, it's first come first serve. Well, guess what? The big companies with all the lawyers and the regulatory people that are used to jumping through hoops, Man, they were Johnny on the spot requesting those funds. Meanwhile, the small business owner who's struggling to survive and pay their fucking rent, they didn't quite make it in time. They weren't quite quick enough. Great system. Great system, guys. Who came up with that? We need to pile pressure on every government and financial institution involved in this travesty of justice. I'm taking a massive career risk even posting this here, but fuck these motherfuckers. And mom, that wasn't me I'm reading here, okay? My mom says she turns it off if I cuss too much. <laughs> and then, as if that wasn't enough, let me see if I can find this one here. Um, just got told, this, is, this guy's a journalist, he's put together a great thread, I haven't read it all, we're going to go through it. Just got a tip that Citadel reloaded their shorts before they to told Robinhood to stop taking GME. If this is true, Ken Griffin and the Robinhood founders should be in jail. This is class warfare. 100% correct. Where's the rest of the thread, man? Oh, come on. I know he put one together and it was excellent. Shoot. Okay. Tell you what, I will open it in a new tab. We'll see if we can come back to it. Uh, no, there we go. That should do it. And that will take a minute to load. And I thought there were some above as well. Obviously, this tweet blew up more than I thought. Yeah, 226,000 likes, 5.4 quote tweets, 58,000 retweets. Yeah, yeah, it did. Because this is a shot across the bow that the paradigm has changed right on cue with all of this energy stuff and you know everything happening i don't think this was just happenstance people i think this is part of the plan uh in retrospect in retrospect retrospect calling for specific people to be jailed came from a place of anger is mob-like behavior and circumvents due process, not how I want to show up in the world. Okay, but, I, you know, it's appropriate, I think. Uh, if true, actions like these should be a financial crime. SEC and Congress should be investigating because they'll get to the bottom of this right after they go through their donor lists and see who, uh, I mean, no, that doesn't have any effect. No, that's not the, what? What are we talking about? <laughs> Oh boy, y'all have no idea. I mean, this is this is like uh, the nuclear bomb 
of Hiroshima being dropped on Wall Street today. Clearing firm gave us a call and said, we're going to have to stop allowing new opening positions in the three names, AMC, GME, and KOSS. So this is uh, Webull. It's another one of these brokers. And what he's saying in this interview uh, on Yahoo is that they had to restrict it. He says, quote, it wasn't our choice. This has to do with the settlement mechanics in the marketplace. So they have um, uh, settlement houses that they interact with that require certain things uh and it was the market was just moving so fast the settlement couldn't keep up hello do we know anything that might solve might address that problem with the financial system having too much friction and not functioning appropriately yes ripple xrp crypto in general all of that is a is the solution to this this is what i you know like hit the nail on the head with Catherine cooley she was trying to walk the line to say this isn't a revolution they're not i mean they're not gonna gonna replace uh wall street or anything come on people no this is just a new class of investors and we should welcome them no the reality is what's coming is going to replace all of these people that's what i mentioned in the quote in response to their um, Robin Hood saying that, oh, we care, uh, let the people trade. <laughs> and then, of course, it got even worse. We're sorry, this order can't be canceled as we placed it to mitigate the risk to your account. They literally started going into people's accounts and forcing them to sell. Why? Because their buddies running the hedge funds were forced to buy. And without it, this thing could have shot to $1,000, to $2,000. There's people that don't think that the White House was involved. Absolutely, they were involved. This could have brought on financial Armageddon. And you know what? Cliff said two days, so we might not be out of the woods yet. This may not be all there is to come. There's going to be more of this. And they're going to try and stop it. And this is, you know, like you get into Charles and he wants to, uh, like, prevent the, the starfish from having its arm cut off, right? And I'm like, no, it, that needs to happen you know, and th that was in regards to social media and rule 230. Same thing here. This needs to happen. This breathes life into DeFi. This breathes life into crypto. This breathes life into getting rid of these third-party intermediaries. That's the solution to this corruption. You're not going to reform this or fix it. That's what all these guys now, what, what they want to do let me see if we can find it here. Yeah, right here. Market Watch. Quote, you might think it's funny to value GameStop like it's 2007 again and hurt some hedge funds in the process, but you might not think the next target is funny, nor the next, nor the next. Nowhere in there do they say, you know, if somebody was shorting more, if the industry was shorting more than 100 percent of the stock that was issued then we have a systemic problem and uh this market is rigged and fraudulent 
and we need to fix that so that this can never happen again. No, it's how dare these retail people, they must be stopped. Are you paying attention to what's happening right here? They will literally give you the finger while they sell your shares out from under you. The platform that says, let the people trade. Robinhood is appropriately named, but it robs from the poor and gives to the rich. <laughs> but it's these new retail traders that are the problem. Of course, here's Bitstamp, another, you know, put, put this in the Catherine Cooley category. Crypto trades nonstop, 24-7, 365. It can't suddenly be halted, doesn't stop due to market swings, doesn't have privileged after-hour sessions, and feeds off the energy of social media, hashtag Bitcoin, hashtag bullish. And that's in resp response to uh, Robinhood removing AMC, GME, BB, NLK from their trading platform. And Fenwit down here is pointing out uh, XRP trading and deposits to be halted for U.S. customers from their December 25th announcement. And they're saying you literally halted XRP trading, pot calling the kettle black. All of these guys are choke points, okay? And if you're going with a layer two solution like Bitcoin is pushing as the, the solution to scaling, that's what we need. You're advocating for more of this bullshit. Open your fucking eyes, people. This is the problem. These third-party intermediaries that can be controlled, that can be manipulated, that can be threatened by governments. Until you get rid of these people, you don't have a real solution to the problem that has shown its face clear as day today. They will use whatever they can to fuck you over and enrich themselves. And in fact, let's go over and look at that. So here's an interview from a banker. We'll come back to him for sure. Oh, where is it? Right there. Uh, this is Ronald Bernard. He was asked to sacrifice a child at a party. That's when he quit the Illuminati. He's a Dutch banker. He's a real guy. You know, people ask, like, oh, come on, Sam. If all this pedophilia stuff, all this uh, child sacrifice and this and that is really happening, what, where are the people, you know, there'd be people that talk about it and know about it and this and that. And there'd be a red. There's no way. Well, okay. Here's a guy, this interview that he gives down here, I think is a couple years old, if I'm not mistaken. I'd have to go back and look at the date, and we're not going to do that for time's sake. But this is not new. And I want to read you this story. I started highlighting. I'm like, no, we're just going to read the whole thing. Uh, quote, I was warned off when I got into this. Don't do this unless you can put your conscious 100% in the freezer. I heard myself laugh at it back then, but it wasn't a joke at all. I was training to become a psychopath, and I failed. Describing this, uh, the period his freezer began to malfunction, Ronald tells a story about crashing the Italian economy and bankrupting companies leading to suicides and destruction, a success worth celebrating, according to his banker colleagues. That's what these people think of you and every movie out there from the big short 
Uh, there's several others. There's another one that was not as popular about, uh, you know, something exactly like that. They don't care. They don't care who gets hurt. They just want to, they would screw over their mothers, most of these people. One of my colleagues said, Ronald, you remember that case with the Italian lira? Do you remember those deals in which we did massive dumping of the lira, reduced the value of the currency, which caused a company in Italy to be hit in such a way that they went bankrupt? And then you hear at the exchange, do you remember the successful deal with the lira? And then you, they say, do you, do you know that the owner committed suicide and left a family behind? And back then we laughed at it. Ha ha ha. All together, all of us. We looked down on people, mocked them. It was just a product, waste. Everything was worthless trash. Nature, the planet, everything could burn and break. Just useless parasites. As long as we met our goals, as long as we were growing. The almighty dollar. Ronald then described the beginning of the end for him, which at which point he was deep in circles of the Illuminati and had signed a lifetime contract. But his conscience had begun to eat away at him. And here's, here's the interview. ...op de diepvriezer. Yeah. Er gebeurden allemaal dingen. Ik kwam bijvoorbeeld op een andere... Of course, he's speaking in Dutch and it's translating. That's why I'm reading the story. But I wanted to show you guys. He's a real guy. This is not just you know, fairy tale pulled out of someone's ass. This is a real guy putting his life and his reputation on the line to tell us this. And what came out of it? Nothing. Why? Because the whole system is corrupt and compromised. To put it carefully, most people followed a not very mainstream religion. These people, most of them were Luciferians. And then you can say religion is a fairy tale. God doesn't exist. None of that is real. Well, for these people, it is truth and reality. And they serve something immaterial, which they called Lucifer. And I also want to contact, uh, was in contact with those circles. Uh, only I laughed at it because to me, they were just clients. So I went to places called Churches of Satan. So I visited these places and they were doing their holy mass with naked women and liquor and stuff. I am, that sounds pretty good. And it just amused me. I didn't believe it in any of this. I didn't believe in any of this stuff and was far from convinced any of this was real. In my opinion, the darkness and evil is within the people themselves. I didn't make the connection yet. So I was a guest in those circles and it amused me greatly to see all those naked women and uh, the other things. I want to know what the other things are. Come on, man, don't stop there. It was the good life. But then at some moment, which is why I am telling you this, I was invited to participate in sacrifices abroad. Ronald pushed pause and became visibly emotional at this point. And I watched the video. He's, he starts crying. Um, it looks like he will have trouble continuing with this story, but he tries. Uh, that was the breaking point. Children, what were you asked to do? Asked the interviewer. Yes, and I couldn't do that. The former elite banker is now fighting back tears. The interview asked him if he'd like to stop for a moment. No, he says, and continues. And then I started to slowly break down. I lived through quite a lot as a child myself, and this really touched me deeply. Everything changed. But that is the world I found myself in. And then I started to refuse assignments within my job. I could no longer do it, which made me a threat. Ronald now has tears running down his face. 
I was no longer capable of functioning optimally. My performance started to shake and I had refused tasks. I had not participated. The purpose of everything in that world is that they have everybody in their pocket. That's the common theme that we've heard. And that's what they were doing here. They wanted to initiate him, get him on camera, killing a child. And then they know he can be counted on to do anything they need. They wanted to do something or they wanted to do that through those children, and that broke me. Ronald also says the Illuminati blackmail politicians around the world using these same tactics. If you Google this, you will find there are enough worldwide witness accounts to prove this is not a Walt Disney fairy tale. Unfortunately, the truth is worldwide, they've been doing this for thousands of years. I once studied theology, and even in the Bible, you find references to these practices with the Israelites. Uh, the reason the first 10 tribes were banished from Babylonia was because of these rituals with children, including the sacrificing of children. This is so pertinent. All of this made me believe because I realized there was no more to life or there was more to life than meets the eye. There is a whole invisible world. It's real. You really do talk about the dark force and manifestation of light. Ronald is adamant the Illuminati is real. It's a real entity. I have found that what is written in the Bible, and not only the Bible, you can find it in so many books, there, were really, there really has been a moment of separation from the manifestation of light, in which a group went, on, uh, went their own way and are carrying on an intense hatred, anger. The people who do not underestimate the severity of this are but few. Because this is an annihilating force that hates our guts. It hates creation. It hates life. And it will do anything to destroy us completely. And the way we do that is to divide humanity. Divide and conquer is their truth. Humanity is a manifestation of light that is the true creation. As long as you divide them on political parties, skin color, you name it, uh, then you, from a Luciferian point of view, suppress the full capabilities of your enemy, their full power. They can't stand up for themselves because if they did, the Luciferians would lose. Think about that in context of what fucking happened today. The proles ganged up, stood up to the elites, and they got punched in the nose and knocked down on their ass, and they are panicking right now. And if you think this isn't all tied together, with all the resignations, with the election, with everything that's going on, you're not paying attention. This, these are not all random happenstance, folks. This system is being changed out in ways few people can really comprehend. Uh, this monster, this greedy monster would disappear. I tell people about this old American general who puts an entire room of people in the dark. The eyes adapt to the darkness, but you can't see a thing. The general doesn't say a word, and suddenly he flicks on a lighter, one tiny light, and due to the prolonged darkness, you experience a manifestation of light from a single point, and suddenly everyone can see each other again. And then he says, that is the power of our light. Ronald's advice for humanity is simple. We must wake up and see what is really happening around us. If we, were not, if we unite in rejecting the darkness, humanity can destroy the Illuminati before they destroy us. Unite, unite, come together, and this entire shit story ceases to exist. 
That's how fast this could happen. And I think he's absolutely correct. So, there's, it's out there. The fact is, most people don't ever bother to look. Don't ever bother to check, is this guy credible? What other claims have been made? What else is supporting this? And, on, and we're going to look at even more tomorrow along these same lines, okay? Uh, let me see here. Okay, I want to make sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go back to, hold on. Let me see if that thread ever opened all the way. No, I guess there's, it must be a different one that I'm thinking of. Okay, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, okay, yeah, let's go here. Or actually, you know what? Let's go over here to Reddit where we can find that, uh, that interview. Here it is. It, this is uh, Chamath, and I'm going to attempt that last one. Schooling Scott Wapner. He's a CNBC guy, it looks like, uh, on the real issue here. And we click on it. And, oh, uh, what do you know? Where is it? Right here. Uh, they Apparently, CNBC does not want you to watch their reporter get owned. So let's watch it, shall we? The entire market, what I learned, because I think what I learned over the last couple of days is important for everybody um, that's watching CNBC. Correct. And that is? I think that what you're seeing is um, essentially a pushback against the establishment in a really important way. 100%. You have a lot of people, and I would encourage anybody who... This is a earth-shattering paradigm shift make no mistake of what's occurring right now. Who is dismissive of this thing to go into Wall Street bets and actually just read the forums. And I think that you're going to see three kinds of posts. The first kind of content are a lot of people doing some incredible fundamental diligence on companies trying to think about long-term value. And in my opinion, many of them are doing as good and frankly, a better job than a lot of hedge fund analysts that I work with. That's number one. The second are a lot of people who believe that, you know, coming out of 2008, what happened was Wall Street took an enormous amount of risk and they left retail as the bag holder. And a lot of these kids were in grade school and high school when that happened. They lost their homes, their parents lost their jobs. And they've always wondered, like, why did those folks get bailed out for taking enormous amounts of risk and nobody helped and showed up to help my family. And that's not just retail, but they also, the bankers, the investment bankers, who were just engaged in outright fraud, knew the rating agencies were rigged, knew the LIBOR rates were rigged, were gaming the LIBOR rates to bilk Mortgage holders out of billions of dollars. Nobody goes to jail for that. That's all fine. We'll just get a new system in now. 
knew they were doing these liar loans. That was the name for them. That was, they were named liar loans for a reason. And when they got caught with their pants down, they offloaded all of their shit housing that was worth 10, 20 cents on the dollar at face value. To who? Fannie and Freddie Mac. Taxpayers. So, suck at retail, and then here, we're going to bend you over and fuck you again by having the government bail us out for our bad bets. And remember, this is capitalism. This is the free market, where you have privatized gains and socialized losses. Anybody who tells you this system is capitalism is a, a clueless idiot. Truly. We, we don't have capitalism. We don't have a free market. We have cronyism. We have a rigged casino. We have a revolving door between the regulatory agencies and these guys. We have legalized bribes. We have financial crimes that continually go unpunished. And yes, unless you're the little guy, then your ass is going to jail. This system is a joke. This is what people need to understand. And this is opening the eyes of a lot of normies today. This is the big news. 100%. This is profound. This has changed the game from here forward. Nothing is the same. And it only gets worse as DEXs and DeFi start growing and growing in, in complexity and functionality and capabilities. And eventually, these poor bastards, I don't even know what I want to say about to them. <laughs> Wait, there we you go. You must remember, it's hard sometimes to remember. Yes, it is, Joe. Yes, it is. And then the third thing is a realization that instead of having idea dinners or you know, quiet, whispered conversations amongst hedge funds in the Hamptons, these kids have the courage to do it transparently in a forum. And I'm not saying all of it is perfect by any means, but I think it takes um, an enormous amount of faith in the system to be that transparent, to talk about things, and then for each individual to make their own mind up and exactly. to do things, whether it's to buy and to sell. Absolutely brilliant. And he's dead on. It, it, like, we've been just sold this lie that, oh, no, these markets are too complex for you. You should come and use one of our interpreters and just hand Yep, yeah, you're just going to hand us over all of your money. We'll manage it. We're the experts here. We are guys. They know. We got it. Just give us, yep, give us all your money. We'll take care of that and make it grow. And you can you should just trust us. Because we have your best interests at heart here at Solomon Smith and Barney, here at the Goldman Sachs gang. Now, run along, Muppet. <sighs> okay. Let's go to... Let's talk Trump, shall we? Who saw this? 
Mr. President, thank you for your service, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you. I haven't finished yet. Good, good. Did you hear what he said? Mr. President, thank you for your service, sir. And that's Trump right there. He pats on his leg twice. I don't know what that's about. Service, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you. I haven't finished yet. And then he just said, we're not finished yet. What do you think he's talking about? Because I got an idea. I bet it's a bit different from other people's idea. All right. From there, let's go to... Oh, where do I want to go here? Everything is breaking, folks. <laughs> I've never seen Zero Hedge do a tweet like that. Yeah, it is. They they picked up on it right away, too. Like, holy crap, what is happening here? Um, okay, we've, we've talked about this yesterday. Uh, Robinhood crowd is eyeing the manipulated silver market for a silver short squeeze. And I, you know, as soon as I saw this, this is what I read you guys yesterday. They've added to, a, to it a little bit. There's been some debate about which ETF they're trying to short squeeze. And it's uh, SLV, I think, is the candidate. There's also a uh, PSLV for physical silver. That's what it's supposed to be. But SLV is like the highly rehypothecated one that doesn't have the physical to back it up. I'm not, I'm not completely sure what the play is. If somebody can send me something that would kind of, you know, dive beneath the surface a little bit and explain the mechanics of it, I would love to read that on Twitter. Uh, or if somebody can explain it in a comment, that would be awesome when we get to Q&A. Uh, but anyway, that this, this post is back and there's some more here for, for those of you that want to go read. Uh, they're saying advantages of SLV over PSLV are clear, much more available on brokers, unless it's in Europe due to uh, midfield two. I don't know what that is. Uh, much more liquid. And of course, it has options. So we'll see. Could get really interesting for silver. Keep in mind what we saw from the web bot or well, what I saw from the web bot years ago, talking about four or six hundred dollars silver. This could be the trigger. The, this whole this whole system, I've been waiting and waiting and waiting since 2008. That's when that's what woke me up to all this, and I started learning and understanding how this all works behind the scenes. And I'm like, holy crap, this is a shit show. The wheels are going to come off this cart, and uh, it's only a matter of time. Well, I think that time has arrived. I really do, because there's so many things breaking and falling apart. And on the other side of this coin, these guys are in there just bum-rushing the system. I mean, we have this from uh, Homeland Security, right? Yeah, where is it? There it is. Uh, National Terrorism Advisory Bulletin System. Homeland Security has issued a National Terrorism Advisory System Bulletin due to a heightened threat environment across the United States, which DHS believes will persist in the weeks following the successful presidential inauguration. 
information suggests that some ideologically motivated violent extremists with objections to the exercise of government authority, damn those people thinking that it's wrong to initiate violence against others, and the presidential transition, as well as other perceived grievances fueled by false narratives. No truth to any of this, folks. I mean, ask YouTube. Hello. Ask anyone on YouTube. They'll tell you. <laughs> Continue to mobilize to incite or commit violence. And then they go through their DVEs. Domestic violent extremists. Are people with opposing views engaged in First Amendment protected nonviolent protest uh, activity? So we're, I guess we're talking about Antifa, but then they say anger over COVID restrictions, the 2020 election results, police use of force, have plotted and, and carried on occasional carried out attacks against government facilities. And then they go to a shooting in El Paso of 23 people and, you know, like whatever they need to pull together to, to make their case. But it seems... The deep state is trying, of course, they're going to put a permanent fence around D.C. We'll talk about that and why, why they're doing that tomorrow and what that might mean in context of everything else we've been watching. But they're gearing up and trying to paint the narrative of there's going to be a, a, a domestic terrorist. They're the problem, and we need to act on this. We need to, we need to start making lists. We need to start rounding people up. Not everybody. No, we're not going to do it. We're just going to go after the most extreme. Okay. We'll get, um, we'll call them red shirt laws. Okay. And we'll have a judge. He'll come in and tell us, yep, that's a, that's a DVE for sure. I know it when I see it. And that's one. Go get him. <laughs> that's what's coming. Uh, at least that's the path that we're on right now. Will we stay there? I don't know. Okay. Uh, let's go back here. And I want you to see. Listen to this. Worked for like 17 years. I, I, I... Now, it sounds like a little kid talking. People on the podcast are probably like, what the hell is he playing? This is a woman in her 20s, 30s, maybe early 30s, but probably 20s. Um, and, and she's, she's just upset. Her eyes are watery. She's tearing up her vocal cords. I think have tightened up cause she's stressed. That's why she sounds that way. I work all the time. I've been paying medical bills on my son for nine years since he was born. And he was just diagnosed with type one diabetes and has to have insulin every two hours. I just got, um, his, uh, prescription. It was a thousand dollars. I couldn't pay for it. I'm going to pay for it. I know I have to go in and tell my... For sugar. For sugar water. Sterilized sugar water. $1,000. My nine-year-old son, I couldn't pay for it. I work a full-time job. My husband works a full-time job. And these people are working. Think about the people who lost their job. They work in the restaurant. Oh, it got closed. I've been out of work. Thanks. You gave me 1200 bucks. That'll cover almost one month of my son's medicine if I don't pay rent or utilities. There's millions and millions of people in her situation. I work.
work third shift. I go to school during the day. How are you guys making it? Am I the only one struggling? How are you guys, how are you guys doing it? I've worked, I've worked for like 17 years. I've worked for... So, it's, uh, it's going to get ugly. People are going to reach their breaking point where they just can't do it anymore. And what happens? Think about that. Those of you talking to, talking about how much you support the lockdowns and everybody wear masks and we need to do this and that. Those are the results. That's what comes from that. Let me see what this was. Oh, this is good. All digital giants uh, play an increasingly significant role. This is Vladimir Putin. Big tech monopoly giants compete with nations. They serve or restrict the natural human right to decide how to live, what to choose, what position to express freely. Says the man who put Pussy Riot in jail and has political opponents killed and arrests people for speaking out harshly against him. He's a total gangster. But I, I, I agree with what he's saying there, at least. Why the hell is he saying that all of a sudden? I don't know. But Texas, I think, has the right idea. Yet again, Texas lawmaker introduces Bill to begin the process of succession. That is the answer. Break up, let him go, reduce the power of the federal government, eliminate it if we end up seceding. And you know what? Smaller, local, more decentralized is better. Is that not what we're learning? Or did you like it when we had the card catalog system? When we had uh, uh, the nightly news and the library as our sources of information instead of the modern smartphone and the ability to broadcast just like I'm doing now to the whole world? Do you think that changed the paradigm for the better or for the worse? I think most of you would say life's better now than it was 30 years ago before the internet. And now we're going through the same process where the paradigm is shifting for the exchange of value. Who handles that today? Governments and their cronies in Wall Street. And today they got punched in the face and knocked the fuck out. And they are freaking panicking. What do we do? We have to stop this. And in the process, they will chop some legs off the starfish and they will have even more problems. They are gonna breathe life into crypto. They're gonna breathe life into DeFi and FinTech. And that's a good thing if you hold crypto, the right cryptos. <laughs> All right. Of course, it turns out the Proud Boy leader, Enrique Torrio, was an FBI informant. Of course, we know the same thing is happening on the other side with Antifa. And if you think these guys aren't being given marching orders, then you're not paying attention. They are literally controlling the narrative, manipulating both sides. And they can take this, they, they can do whatever they need take the narrative wherever they want to go to fit their agenda. And this, this is not the first one. Uh, there was a um, racist 
radio host that was around for a long time, very famous. And it turns out he was an FBI informant. So, you know, I wouldn't even be surprised if Jones is compromised this way. I wouldn't. I've wondered that I've dealt with them. I've talked on the phone with them. I don't know. I, I, he's like a pence, you know? <laughs> All right. Uh, let me see. I think there was a little bit more. No, we finished that. Okay. A couple more things here, I believe. We watched that guy, we watched that, we watched that, we watched that. Okay, yeah. We talked about silver. Yeah, okay. Let's talk sci-fi world. This one's kind of cool. This is the last topic here. Uh, and then we can go on. So we've seen Tesla's documents uh, declassified. You can download those from the FBI. And I think that just happened like yesterday or the day before, whatever it was. And then we've had um, the in the COVID relief bill triggered a, what was it, 190 days, 120 days, whatever it was, uh, for declassification of all things UFO. And now the Navy here has released a patent. Uh, it's a... It's a, well, the title, let me read you the title of this article from The Drive. It says, Navy UFO patent documents talk of, quote, space-time modification weapon detailing experimental testing. Okay, so this is a real thing. In our continuing investigation into, into the bizarre inventions of Dr. Salvatore Caesar, Caesar Pace. Pace, yeah, I think it's Pace, P-A-I-S. Uh, an enigmatic aerospace engineer who works for the U.S. Navy, the War Zone, has just obtained a wide range of documents detailing experiments that the Naval Air Warfare Center Aircraft Division conducted to test the core concepts and technologies underlying his seemingly out-of-this-world UFO patents. All right, and they, you know, they've been following, apparently there's a lot more to go along with this. It says elements of it were actually tested at the cost of hundreds of thousands of dollars. So again, there's a real thing. They thought enough about it to try some experiments to verify his hypotheses. The material even included mention of a quote, space-time modification weapon, SMW, a weapon that can make the hydrogen bomb seem more like a firecracker in comparison. Great, I mean, if there's anything we need as a species, it's a better way to blow ourselves up. Certainly, let's let's spend some money on this. The pace effect, a theoretical physics concept that has claimed to be enabled through, and this is what caught my attention, controlled motion of electrically charged matter from solid to plasma via accelerated spin and or accelerated vibration under rapid yet smooth acceleration, deacceleration, acceleration transients. This effect, the inventor claims, can lead to incredibly powerful electromagnetic energy fields that can, quote, engineer the fabric of our reality at the most fundamental level, leading to incredible revolutions in power and propulsion, quantum communications, energy production, and even weaponry. 
and that's all it's always the double-edged sword right gunpowder's been used for all kinds of wonderful things fireworks and whatnot and to blow people up and blow up destroy property but yet uh here it is talking about these same kind of things you you create these field effects and so forth and john hutchinson did some research in this area as well and this gets into the whole directed energy weapons topic that we've been talking about and how they can manipulate matter to where he's got pictures of spoons that go and fuse with wood. You have the Philadelphia experiment. Same thing, kind of same kind of things reportedly happened that uh, people who couldn't remember where they were when they went into the fog, some of them rematerialized and they were halfway embedded in the deck of the ship. Um, so, you know, we look at the pyramids and things like that and all these megaliths and so forth. And the, the rocks are cut so perfectly and fitted together like a 3D jigsaw puzzle. And they are built to withstand massive earthquakes uh, with interlocking stones that make the... I mean, the, the engineering that goes into some of the megaliths that are around the world is absolutely phenomenal. And who's to say they did it with our tools? Who's to say they couldn't put one of these field generators, soften the material to something like putty, put it in place, shape it, and then turn it off and it turns back to rock. I mean, that's what, uh, there's one of the um, obelisks that they, were, that they were cutting out of the quarry and it cracks, so they stopped, but underneath there's like scoops this wide where it looks like somebody was scooping out and they're like, oh, they were in there pounding with rocks. No, no, they weren't. And, and Egypt's not 5,000 years old like we're told it's at least 13,000 years. There's been other civilizations here that have been wiped out. And they had technology. And that's why we have these megaliths all around the world. And we're, we're being lied to. This is part of what's coming to light. This is part of this whole process. We're about to learn that uh, life is not what it seems on planet Earth. Certainly not what we've been sold. There's a little bit more to it than that. And, you know, I think this stuff is going to be fascinating. There's pictures and everything in here. I haven't read through all of this yet, but I want to go back and do it. Um, anyway, I thought a lot of you might want to dive into that a little bit. I find these topics really interesting. And if you look at, like, Dr. Linda Moulton Howe, she's actually been given samples of material from Roswell and sent it to multiple different laboratories to do um, analysis on it. And what they find is uh, like micron thick layers of bismuth of like aluminum and the aluminum is perfectly pure or, or more pure than we can get here on earth that we've been able to achieve um, in various combinations, right? And so there's and of course, the shape of a UFO, you know, kind of makes sense that it might be spinning or that there might be some kind of field effect going on. I think all this is about to come out and it's going to also destroy the whole oil paradigm. You know, if you can manipulate these fields and you can become, you know, generate your own gravity, you can accelerate in any, in any direction at any speed you want. 
It's it's there's no need for oil. There's no need for gas. It uses the energy um, abundant throughout the universe, and that's what's coming. Of course, the government can't give us that because it's going to bring about their end. But eventually, it, you know, it's going to overtake them, just as today retail investors overtook Wall Street. This is a series of hurdles that we are working through as we evolve to a higher uh, order species, right? A more free, a more decentralized society. And these old power structures that we have in place today, they don't like it. They're going to try and stop it. And they will fail. And they will be pushed to the wayside and they will be seen every bit as barbaric as chattel slavery was or is today. Because what we will have will be so uh, superior and fair and just. People will be like, how did they not see it? That's what I think. So, all right. There we go. How y'all doing over here? Holding down the fort. We've got a question. You can ask it one time. Use asterisks on either side. And I will get them in the order that I see them. What a day in WSB land. Yep, it was. It was. Yeah, Brian Forrester on YouTube. Absolutely incredible. He puts out amazing videos. He knows his stuff. And what I love is he comes in, you know, like he went to Peru. There's some videos of him in Peru where he's showing, uh, here's the old construction. Here's the Peruvian construction. See the differences. See how the stone, how the fitment changes. And, and he just does such a great job of showing us how the official story is a lie. Very I, Post moon, I, I would love to go and uh, hire this guy to take me around the world and show me all this stuff because it's always been fascinating. Uh, okay, this is the stuff the Navy has allowed us to know. There's a bunch more. Yeah, I believe it. Portals, off-world civilizations, etc. 100%. Yep. <coughs> oh, let me get something to drink. Are you familiar with Graham Hancock? Yes. It's my favorite uh, Joe Rogan episode. It's the one he did. The one he did with um, uh, Randy, oh gosh, the geologist guy. <clears throat> that was excellent. I also like the one where he had the Michael Shermer on as the skeptic and Graham, I think, just fucking mopped the floor with the guy. It was it was awesome. Uh, and, and yeah, he taught, he's collected a bunch of the evidence to show that, yeah, there was this civilization 13,000 years ago. And we also have this Pangea theory that backs it up, where the genetics, the breeding pairs, got down to 2,000 uh, breeding pairs at one point, and it was because of whatever happened. He kind of thinks it was a giant asteroid that hit the U.S. or you know somewhere in North America, wiped a lot of it out. That's why we don't have the megaliths here, but we do elsewhere. And... Um, Shoot, Randy, I can't remember his last name. I think his first name is Randy, but he shows how 
the geology and and some of these rippling landscapes are actually the same kind of thing you would see in a river that's flooded and then receded you you'll get those same kind of patterns he shows where hydraulic drilling where it's creating a hole and all the sand and sediment and stuff that it carries with it will just drill straight through rock and he shows you here's an example of that uh it's it's fascinating stuff that's one of my favorite topics to to learn about so the herd of sheep shall become the herd of rams uh with all the potential technology secrets coming out, Tesla or Alien, uh, what would you want to see the most? Free energy, like in the hands of people. And Cliff's saying is, you know, it's, you're not going to have the reactor to bury in your backyard, but that's what we need. Like then, you know, you can build your own car. Uh, you you build your own little spaceship, whatever uh, personal craft, however you want to think of it, that generates its own field which means you can shoot underwater and you can go just as fast and not actually um, not even have to slow down when you slam into the water if you want, because it's just going to use more energy to push the matter away. You can go into outer space. You can zip over to China or to Japan to have Japanese food with a friend of yours from Australia. And you can call them up five minutes before and say, hey, do you want to have lunch? How about that sushi place in Tokyo? Yeah, that sounds good. Let's go. And boom, you're there within a matter of a minute or two. What relevance do borders and border controls and passports have in that environment? What are they really going to do? It's a paradigm shift. That's why this is the most highly kept secret uh, that the government has is this ET and UFO because they have this energy system that once it's in the hands of the masses, once it's decentralized and freely available, the state will have no place. So, because I could also build an EM rail gun that drops BBs, accelerates them to Mach 10, and I don't care how good your armor is, if the first five don't chew through it, the next 500 will. And that can be from five miles away if I want. And how long until the internet gets in and builds those, right? So it's a, it's a paradigm shift. I don't know if we're ready for that kind of thing, but that's, that's coming one day. Uh, I honestly think that this is being forced on people by after P, see the... Uh, election okay so see the market fraud what do you think yeah that's that's what I talked about in the beginning uh, is this is part of that whole process to wake people up to get them aware of just how manipulated and played they are by the system and abused and and extorted and everything else and then when the tables are turned they go crying foul they don't want to actually say okay yep you're right you caught us Nobody, there's no way that we could be issuing uh, more shorts than there are underlying uh, stocks issued. So something's broken here and we need to fix it. No, it's you guys need to stop doing that. We, we, we're going to continue. We do it differently so it doesn't count. I mean, it's so in your face. 
GameStop, stop the game. Yep, we covered that yesterday. It's exactly. And Elon Musk, who do you think might be the big backer that hasn't sold out of his position or out of their position? I wouldn't be surprised if it's him. Bright Insight is pretty good. Okay. Uh, do you pay attention to David Wilcock and what he says has been going on? No, I don't respect that. I put him in the Charlie Ward category. Uh, does a secret space program come with a shadow economy? I mean, it comes with a deep state that who knows are doing what. Uh, you know, the reason we have trillions of dollars missing from the Pentagon, they're literally taking money and shooting it out into space and not telling us because they don't want us to benefit from this technology. They want to do it. And that's really the whole concept behind the breakaway civilization is you have people. 1953 was when they were able to um, decode this or, or figure out, make some advancements with this uh, ET technology that they've been trying to reverse engineer. And Cliff High went through all of the government RFPs and put them in through his language analysis. And what he saw was there was a pattern change to, from reverse engineering to how do we take advantage of the, this technology, of this effect. And that was because they had that breakthrough. And then all of a sudden it's practical applications. How do we use this now that we understand the principle at play? Um, and they've been doing that. And you have been rich. Deathbed confessions talking about we have the technology to take ET home. Uh, if you can imagine it, we've probably already done it. So think of everything you've seen on Star Trek. The transporters, the hollow suites, the... Uh, What's the damn thing that makes the food? Whatever that is. <laughs> Those things. All of it, it. It's coming. I mean, they have it. They don't want us to use it because that would eliminate their mechanisms of control. That's the great awakening. That's what's happening. This is what I've been kind of waiting on to, to happen. I knew it's inevitable. Been watching since 2008 to see it get here and i think it's finally here are we seeing close encounters of the fifth kind yep most of them uh i don't know if you know but for the past week or so your live streams pause a bit the audio continues yeah so it shouldn't pause it should just come back but um supposedly you're on youtube Depends on what I talk about. You know, yesterday I did the crypto show and it was great pretty much all the way through. Now it's kind of jumping around. Um, I'll probably start tweaking it again to see if I can fix it. But yeah, now it's down 600 and it normally is at 1200, which is what it's back to. So it's, I don't know. I'm probably being DDoS again. Okay. I... I unironically believe Trump is behind the, this GME mess and this is not over. Eh, maybe that's possible. Uh, do you know about dungeons uh, and what, and what they can do and that they can teach you magic and the governments or Illuminati are worship with dungeons? No, I don't know that one. I don't think so. I don't know that de those details of it. I think I've heard of them. Okay, uh, will eating beef go away? I don't think so. I mean, supposedly the ETs eat some kind of plant-based wafer, and it's like 
not even they don't really do food like we do i i, I think eventually probably will evolve if you want to call it that to something like that um i i don't know i don't know I, as a Quaker, like I think of it as kind of the cycle of life and I, the carnivore's dilemma is a great book to read on this subject. And it's uh, part of why we've evolved the way we have is because we eat meat. Um, you know, I think the current system, that's why I raise my chickens differently out on pasture where they're getting sunlight and wind and fresh grass and bugs to eat not not only because it makes better meat but it gives them a more healthy humane life versus uh being on an ever-growing pile of their own shit that ends up being about you know a foot or more deep inside these chicken houses that after a few weeks you can't see 300 feet to the back of because there's a cloud of shit hanging in the air and the birds are breathing that in that's why uh their feet is medicated because they're constantly sick and so the chicken that you buy in the store, it's sick. It's from birds that are sick. Like they're, they do the minimum they need to to keep them alive, basically, and hit their target weight. It's all about efficiency. It's not about the welfare of the animal, the health of the bird, anything like that. The nutrition, all, I mean, they do some things with the feed, sure, but that's really about optimizing the weight than it is the nutrient content of the actual uh, product. So, you know, the whole industrial commercial farming system is uh, really pretty disgraceful in a lot of ways. So, and that's, that's changing a little bit. You know, there's a farm, uh, a dairy farm, not too far, you know, out here in East Texas called Waldo Way. They have a robot milker the cows come in whenever they want to get milked and they get a little treat for it. And if they try and come back again, it, it, you know, they have a collar on their tag, a tag on their collar that denies them and won't let them come in to get milked a second time. Um, it, the, and they, you know, they sell raw milk and so forth, but it's, it's changed. It is changing. Um, but of course that's more expensive. They've also optimized their CAFO systems for, uh, production for low cost as well. And so you have to choose as well that you want something better for the animals and you have to pay more for that. So, or become a vegetarian. So that's up to you. Okay. Uh, did Pelosi buy 1 million Tesla just before Biden announcement, all electric government vehicles. So she, they bought options at $500. Uh, yes, several weeks before that was announced. So she knew it was coming. They went out, placed all these options at, I think it was $500, and now it's way over that. So yes. Yep. They, different set of rules for them. Just like Lo, Loser Lothlier. They did the same thing with all the COVID stuff that they were debriefed on. And then shortly after, all these in investment decisions to uh you know pick these key companies that were going to see a lot of demand but you know that was totally they had nothing to do with that we didn't know it we don't even make our own investments mm -hmm. okay uh we've looked at that 
rid of uh, Quo Oranto. It's a theory. There's a lot of theories floating around. I've seen Fall of Cabal. Yep. Uh, what do you think about LiDAR drone company to discover monoliths around the world? Oh, about starting one? That'd be pretty cool. I, You know, I, I think we should all be working to get to Antarctica and explore that shit and fuck their treaty, fuck their rules, you know, not go there to destroy things or take things, but certainly document. And I think there's a lot of secrets buried up there. Randall Carlson, thank you. That's the guy's name, the geologist guy. That, the one he, him and Graham Hancock did on Joe Rogan's show. If you haven't seen that, Google it. Uh, Graham Hancock, Randall Carlson, Joe Rogan. That is a fantastic episode. Okay. Uh, do you know if Trump's posting on social media? So, no, he started his official release. You know, we talked about that yesterday. Uh, that's what that's where his messages come through. Randall Carlson, Columbia River Gorge is what he's talking about. Yeah, we've all been here before. Okay, uh, wouldn't there? Okay, Dodge, Doge, <laughs> get out of here! What a great time to be alive to witness all of this. Yeah, I agree. Check into Galen Windsor and nuclear reactors. Okay. I will do that later. Uh, welcome to the Thunderdome. Josh Kushner, Jared's brother, helped create Robin Hood. Yeah, great. Awesome. Thoughts on Stephen Greer and the CE5 phenomenon? Uh, I have, so Linda Moulton Howe is my is one of the two people I listen to. Stephen Greer's the other. And I know they disagree and conflict in some areas, and I like having those two perspectives. Absolutely, there is a consciousness phenomena uh, that Stephen Greer describes. I, I tend to disagree with him more uh, in his viewpoint, but I, um, I really appreciate what he does and the work that he puts out, and I would love to go do one of his CE5 events, um, you know, like I'll, I go out at the farm and we'll meditate and call something in. And I've done it with Jezza. We had something come across the, the sky, look like a star. And then as it passed right in front of us, it starts getting brighter and brighter. And then it dims a little bit. And then it went off like, and, and did like a little five degree course correction and then disappeared. And I've had other things happen like that. So I think that yes, it is all about consciousness and there are beings out there that are interdimensional that um, access consciousness in a way that we don't yet understand, that we don't use, that we've been prevented from understanding by these dark forces, however, the Illuminati, however you want to think of it. And that's preventing our evolution as a species in ways I think few people understand. So... There you go. I recommend his, he's, he's put out some really great documentaries that you guys should be watching. Uh, do you think the whole stock market will crash uh, because of this? Wasn't Ezra talking about this? Yeah, so we talked about that yesterday. I'd say go back and watch that. But yeah, I think that's a very strong potential. Uh, you know, it, it could happen tomorrow. As it did happen a little bit today. Things, you know, were declining as they were forced to sell to cover. We've got... Um, 
you know, there's still those 15 million shares. I'm not sure how many of those have been closed out, but that's a huge number that could send it through the roof and cause all kinds of other unintended consequences at the end of the month. So tomorrow could be another uh, turbulent day, right? So have you seen the stuff about Challenger astronauts being alive? I have not. So no, I don't have an opinion. <laughs> Randall Carlson and Graham Hancock on JRE plus a doobie. Yeah, that's almost should be required for listening. Uh, all right. A, a mind coin based on a freaking dog meme now up over 750 on the day. 2020 meet 2021. Yeah, that's a great comment, citizen. I think the Star Trek up uh, you're thinking of is the replicators. Okay, I guess it was the, yeah, it is the replicators and then the hollow deck and so on. And of course, look at their little communicators, their little uh, tricorders that they had. Not far off from what we have today. Uh, why should people get into USDC when it's pegged to the dollar? Um, only if, I mean, if you think that, uh, it, you, typically when you need to interface with the traditional system, with the traditional banking system, right? Uh, or you need to engage in commerce because a lot of companies don't take uh, crypto yet. Uh, so I think that's your answer. Or if you think the market's going to decline, then move into it. Pretty simple. Good night, in. Uh, they're trying to make us believe there are aliens, but in fact, aliens are nothing else than dungeons. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, guys. In your opinion, how long until the hundredth monkey realizes that the real market manipulator is the Fed? That's a that is the million dollar question. But you know, um, let me find uh, Miss Julia here. There she is. She, her video this morning, she's put out several. I'm, I bet she's thrilled to not be talking about or to be talking about something besides COVID at this point. Um, but that was one of the things she pointed out. I, I'm just seeing if I can find the video that she uh, did on it. It might be this one. Uh, buying these stocks no, in between that's the original wall street bets guy gamestop yeah secretary yelp the stock everyone to gamestop the stock everyone's watching from the federal reserve to the white house i don't want to comment on a particular uh, company or or day's market activity or uh things like that it's just not uh, really something that i would uh typically comment on secretary <laughs> The fact that he's getting asked that, like, hey, what's the Fed's role in this? Like, have you rigged the markets so badly, so wildly that you've made this possible in the first place? And the answer is yes. Yes, they have. Terry Yellen and others are monitoring uh, the situation. It's a good reminder, though, that the stock market isn't the only measure of the health of our, econo of our economy. Christine, what is going on here when the Federal Reserve is being... I mean, we are laughing 
there are so many big issues to discuss, but I called it a seismic shift, and I do feel like we should talk about this. We are seeing money being pumped into stocks like this. She's a smart lady, right? Like, she totally hit on what is going on. Why do we have the Fed and the White House coming out and... I, well, we're on top of this. Why are they even being asked about it in the first place? And she's like, I feel like this seismic shift has happened. She's absolutely correct. This is a... Uh, the, the financial system has turned a corner and it's not going back to the way it was. Things change from here. This is, you know, go play the, uh, the end of the matrix, the original one where he says, uh, you know, I don't know where we go from here. That's up to you. I'm going to show these people a world without you. That's what's happening again and again and again to system after system after system until one day, hopefully, at least in my thoughts, there's not one left. Okay. Uh, what do you think is found in Antarctica? World leaders plus uh, Russian Pope taking trips. A, a lot of people have gone down there. I, I don't know. I mean, well, okay. Linda Moulton Howell has done a documentary on it. Go watch it. It's It's great. They have, she's got a couple Navy SEALs that did operations up there, picked up some scientists who were freaked out. Um, you know, they went there, nobody was there, all their gear was there, but they, the people were gone. They come back later and they're all there, freaked out. They get in, they don't say a word. They look terrified, completely disheveled. They don't talk. They take them back and those people got shipped off to some hospital somewhere. I mean, it's wild stuff. So just, that's a rabbit hole to dive into. I don't want to go into all that. Shadow government, trillions of dollars. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mentioned earlier, or what I was alluding to earlier, is the trillions missing from the Pentagon. I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, Patrick Byrne, I know he's been putting some stuff out. I've read some. It's very long. I know he's, I read the first one. He's done like three or four since then. I haven't read him yet. I'll get to it when I can. Kraken is down for two hours and can sell my Dogecoins and I hope to get back to put out uh, my XRP. Okay, whatever. Uh, if it's too dangerous to short stocks, how damaged will these hedge funds be financially? Uh, they're not gonna uh, prevent stock, stocks from being shorted but I, it's going to change um, their ability to manipulate the market. And that's really like their edge over retail. And at the same time, retail is organizing and using the collective uh, genius of the mob to go after these various opportunities. And uh, it's, it's game on right now. And today just breathes fire into this thing. I mean, if they thought GameStop was a big deal, wait till the next one now that 10 times as many people know about it. You had 50% of Robinhood accounts holding GameStop. Think about that for a minute. Okay. What's the nutshell on Dogecoin? It's like this joke of a project that never went away and, and some people take it seriously and 
Uh, Musk likes it, so rumor is he's going to accept it for Teslas one day or something. Who knows? I don't know. I, I, I invest in serious projects with a serious real use case, not uh, hype and shit like that. Stargate SG-1, the documentary, that is my favorite um, series. Because it's, I mean, there were movies first, then a TV show, then more movies. Um, it, that's the most successful, you know, people think Star Trek is it. No, it's Stargate SG-1. Uh, they did more episodes, and I think it gives you, at times, a very real look into what it's, what's happening out in the universe. Okay. Content. Okay. Yeah. How do you reconcile the lack of notable, notable events on inauguration day? Forgive me if things happen that I'm not aware of. How come you stopped live streaming after? What are you watching for now? Uh, I, I got banned from YouTube for seven days. I kept doing videos. Um, you can go watch those on DLive or on um, Twitch. Actually, uh, Twitch is where they are. And then the videos that I um, that I did, I also uploaded to Rumble. So that's rumble.com slash to the lifeboats. And you can go watch through all that. You know, I did a little bit of it in this video. I did some, I did a bombing run yesterday. So it's a lot to cover. But yes, unusual things are still happening. I've been able to debunk a lot of stuff and get rid of a lot of crap. And there are still things that remain that are not explained and don't really make sense. So that's what I, how I would answer that. Uh, having a localized time flux would make a looking glass effect. So yeah, that's the whole suggestion with this after P crowd is... Um, they create this field where they can kind of look around through space time and see events, which would explain some of this future proves past kind of stuff that we see. So yeah, we need to rent some big icebreaker yachts, multiple helicopters, multiple ships, submarines, and we go out fucking explore. And there, there's the Joe Rogan guy that trekked across Antarctica. We need to get him involved. He like you end up eating this like coconut oil shit because everything else freezes and you I, I don't know it sounds kind of crazy but definitely some real expeditions uh, I'd I'd love 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 to spend a few million dollars doing that and then get it out to the people and let them see I mean there's pyramids up there there's everything. Go watch the documentaries, guys. Antarctica, telling you. Uh, would all the money and assets be seized if all of them go to jail or treason? I'm not sure who you mean by all of them. Are you talking the the deep state, the elite? Yes, I, I think that's the plan. I don't. We, we don't know if that's going to happen or not. It may. It may not. Um, but the plan is that they uh, would use the executive orders to seize those assets and repossess them. There is this office uh, that was created out of like World War I to dispose of foreign assets. 
uh, and you know they have that. That's what they do. So, Robert Schock, that's the geologist that looked at the Sphinx and the weathering around the Sphinx, and shows no, that's at least ten thousand years old. And of course, uh, Zahi Hawass, who's the lead archaeologist, that's like a complete idiot. His theories are so flawed and it's so obvious, but he's like, no, 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 no. And he, and he kicks anybody out that dissents from his opinion. He says, oh, it's just soft rock. That's all just different limestone. It's worn away faster because it's soft. It's not 10,000 years. And there's so much other evidence. I mean, it's on and on. Okay. And then of course they've been drilling uh, into the paw where there's supposedly the, the, room underneath there that Edgar Casey saw and on and on. Uh, I, I think he's an agent, right? He's compromised. Why would anybody be surprised at that with everything we've learned in the last few months? Have you heard of James Gilland and his extra extraterrestrial research organization, ESETI? I probably have, but I'm not that familiar of it. Do you think the hoverboard from Back to the Future is in production yet? Yep. I'm, what Ben Rich said, if you can imagine it, it probably already exists. All the trading apps were crashing today. It was down for an hour. Yep. Not surprised. Uh, Galen Windsor ate uranium to prove it was safe. Government safety regulations create fear of it, like wear a mask. Yeah. That guy's interesting. I think I know who you're talking about. He used to swim in the reactor pool <laughs> at the nuclear plant where they were cooling the rods that came out of the reactor. And he's like, no, they're perfectly safe. There's other kinds of radiation that are dangerous, but not this. And very interesting. Uh, do you believe in a unified stream of consciousness? I, I mean, yeah, probably, yeah. Just depend if we, I don't think we can access it, but I think it's out there. Uh, could what's happening to Doge and GameStop be setting the stage for an XRP rise, Shane Ellis style? I don't know. I, I mean, Doge is like a joke. GameStop is, I think, a real thing to expose the corruption of Wall Street. So, Challenger astronauts are definitely alive. The Chinese guy said it was his twin brother, but no birth certificate. I'll find the link. Okay, that's weird. Haven't heard that. Exchanges are only down or halting Doge in the U.S. Yeah, surprise, surprise. The U.S. is the biggest market, though. So, Have you gotten any debit cards from upholdercrypto.com? I signed up for one, but my address wasn't updated, and I never bothered to... Uh, John, you know, you're supposed to call support or something. I haven't done that. So, uh, not yet, but I, I thought about it. Uh, Ron L Hubbard, right? We are all theatins. I don't know that he is. I think he was mostly a con man. So does your mom watch the chat? I don't think so. <laughs> Unless it's on the screen. <laughs> Uh, do you have any thoughts on why Trump pushed Operation Warp Speed? I don't know. It seems a little contradictory, right? I mean, this vaccine is not safe. I mean, it is perfectly safe. 
and uh, the old people are taking it that are taking it in nursing homes. A huge percentage of them are not dying shortly after, and we're not seeing a lot of severe reactions. So, um, I think he pushed it just because it was such a good thing, and he's a good guy. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm com conflicted on that. New presidential election. I think we've answered that. Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis hasn't had a film since 2018. Okay, I don't care. Don't know. I'm not going to sit here and speculate on minutia that really doesn't fucking matter anyway. Okay? Cracks in the Matrix are beginning to show. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. Uh, Biden's in the White House, but they're planning to use the Castle Rock set if kicked out of the White House or they didn't get access after inauguration. I don't know, maybe. I, I mean, we could sit here and second guess the details all night or just wait and watch for it to unfold. All right. So yeah, Charles Hodgkinson supposedly shared a tweet in a letter addressing uh, to the DOJ that an investigation should be launched into Robin Hood and Citadel and a conflict of interest. Yeah, I agree. It should. What went on today was absolutely criminal. The fact that they're forcing people to sell so their hedge fund buddies can buy, that is, that is beyond criminal and fraudulent and, uh, I mean, just outrageous. Yes, so we went, somebody's asking if they, they were shorting GameStop. Yeah, they were, and yeah, we covered the reason earlier, so I'd say go back and listen. Uh, it was because they had more shorts than issued shares, which can't happen unless there's fraud. Flair Networks announced today that they were adding Doge. Oh, God, okay. <laughs> I think a lot of these are easy, you know, just change the code base, just change some pointers kind of thing. And they're, they're moving fast, so. Short volume on silver today is 13%. What's it normally? I don't know. Reddit is pushing Doge, same guy that pushed GME, massive volume. This thing might pass XRP price. <laughs> All right, guys, whatever y'all want to do. You're welcome. Comex distrust next, perhaps. Silver would be major. A short squeeze on silver would be massively disruptive. Massively disruptive. Um, lived in a house on news because of huge EMAG field. Neighbors see alien craft in 1972 there. They worked at Boeing and sent objects to Mount Rather at light speed making a movie. Huh, okay. Uh, 100% agree on Stargate was more episodes than Star Trek. Yeah, it was. And it, and then it had more spinoffs because you had uh, Stargate Atlantis, you had Stargate Universe, you had uh, Stargate whatever. I don't know. They, and they were all great. I've watched them multiple times. I tried to get Jezza involved and liking it because she likes the aliens and stuff and to talk about that stuff, but I couldn't do it. She's too young, I think. Okay, people get the hell off YouTube. You want change, but you continue using the same shit. Yes, 
Yes, there's 1,053 of you on YouTube, 123 on Twitch, 95 on DLive, 44 on Periscope, and Facebook has probably banned me. <laughs> Not that I published that one anyway. Um, two of the lifeboats have a ton of footage of a house I lived in, massive electromagnetic field. It was on the news. No one can figure it out. Make it a movie now. Okay, cool. Like, we wouldn't have a Michelin star kitchen on our icebreakers. Yeah, I mean, that's true. That's true. So, Matt, but if you go out camping, it's a matter of can you bring enough stuff with you? Maybe he had to do that because he was marching by himself, carrying a sled and everything, and it's not like he could have uh, had the weight to carry the fuel. But if we're flying out in helicopters... Uh, to our jet ski or to our snowmobiles that are already parked there and ready to go. I, I, we might be able to live it up, you know. <laughs> it's just money. It's just money. Alien lover Simon Parks was chosen to disseminate info. Yeah, okay. Via After P for the same reason, UFO info being released via the COVID relief bill reason aliens are real. I mean, I think aliens are real, and I think they're here, and I think they've been here for a long time. I don't think they've chosen Simon Parks, but who knows? Maybe they have. I don't think he's certainly not the only one either. You know, this is something that's been going on for a while in various different forms, and, you know, I like Bashar. I think uh, the, the content and the delivery of his message, that guy will sit there and talk for an hour Never an um, never an oh, never a lost thought, just absolute clarity and uh, expressing his message without hesitation, without pause. He's either really, really good or the story's true that he's like this 700 year old alien that doesn't sleep and uh, goes around teaching other civilizations and help them evolve. So. You're showering and lip singing to uh, time after time while dreaming of what could have been with Mnuchin's gal. Suddenly your dream is hijacked by Janet Yellen in a bath towel. What happens next? Oh, I punch that bitch and get the hell out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How'd she get in my house? That's what I want to know. Okay, good deal. Have you done ayahuasca? I haven't. I want to do it one day. I've seen a Stargate. It's not uh, that you think. It's not what you think, uh, but it's very cool. So I saw, you know, I was uh, with a old girlfriend, Michelle, uh, still a friend of mine. Um, we were on the farm walking out of the trees, and like we had gone back uh, in the woods to sit and watch the sunset into the trees. And so it was kind of just a little dark and I saw something up in the sky in the corner of my eye and it looked like a star that somebody had a dimmer switch on and turned up, it got real bright and then it like over a quarter of a second, it was like, and then it disappeared, but something came out of it that was a, a, another thing, a little white light, the size of a star that moved like that and then it turned and you know made a course correction and turned and i was first i thought we were seeing a meteor because that's you know generally what they look like 
but when it got bright and then dimmed and then the thing came out of it and then the thing turned, it's like, oh no, okay, that was a craft. And then as I thought about it, I think it was something coming through a, some kind of um, uh, portal or interdimensional, whatever, who knows, coming out of light speed. I don't know, but it was really cool to watch. And, and I, it, it could have even been uh, ours, like the US, the breakaway civilization, the government, something like that. So, uh, how about we encourage those maskers to wear 10 masks? <laughs> yeah, that'd be fine with me. I think GameStop and Doge pumps are so the government will regulate the peasants' ability to trade. I, that's an interesting theory. That's possible. You know, it's kind of a false flag attack on crypto is what you're suggesting or on uh, the the yeah the normies and their ability to do this stuff could be flair has just adopted doge no guys doge is pumping because it's it's being hyped by the wall street bets which has just seen a probably 10x plus influx uh is ted cruz advocating i don't know i didn't read the article i didn't care that much it's probably not going to go anywhere even though it would be a wonderful thing i think especially for a place like Texas, right? Or New Hampshire. Thoughts on Abbott, good or bad? I don't know. All right, yeah. Okay, we're getting all off into the weeds. Strippers in sub-zero temperatures. Well, okay. We might have to do a third ship. I mean, it's going to cost like $350,000 a week. But it would make room for strippers. So that could be, that's probably justifiable expense. And if we got to find a way to write it off, though, for sure. If we're still doing taxes at that point. 